0: Welcome to Folk and Fantasy, where we play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons poorly. I object. You have the floor? I think we're doing a good job. (laughs)
1: Hey, I think you guys are doing an excellent job. Really? Because every week you're like, oh, we play it really bad, and Aaron sucks.
2: Constant reminders that we're awful. Aaron, I think,
3: um... It's a joke.
0: Hey, while we introduce uh, the other people on this podcast, because I'm Peter, the DM and host, and with me is Shelby playing Storm.
3: You shall not cast.
2: <laughs> but get but, it but.
3: like like a podcast, yeah? Or I oh, yeah. guess it could be magic.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: no. It was but, uh, y- on multiple
2: y- levels, that was very funny. There
3: yeah, you thank you.
1: There you go. I it, just
3: thought it up right now. And good
1: job explaining it. Yeah, I didn't get it, and I
0: really appreciate that you explained it so well. <laughs> it, it's a thinking person's joke. And well, no
3: one said anything, so I felt like I needed to explain myself. We're saying myself. stuff now. Okay, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's Chase playing Chan I was supposed to
1: find a witty saying for this time. And you messed it up. And I, Peter I was didn't. also supposed to let you go first. Is it, oh, yeah. <laughs> was it? I, I thought it was Shelby.
0: Dang it.
2: No, Heck. I can't follow Shelby because she's Heck. too good at this. But it's okay because I, I didn't plan anything anyway because I'm brain dead.
0: Okay, we got Aaron playing Twiggly Bushberry. Hi. That was awesome. Wonderful. I had nothing
1: close to creative or witty, and so I was like, ah, might as well go weird. So,
0: last week... You guys met with the dread ghost pirate, Captain James Hackett, and immediately began mocking him. You guys escaped from Island uh, de d'Agrès, and you have already informed the new captain of where you plan on heading. She agreed. That is where we are now.
3: Um, I just want to be clear that I said I liked her voice because she was doing this kind of same thing I was. It wasn't like a sexual thing. Um, <laughs> later, it was pointed out to me that it might have sounded like I was doing a sexual thing.
1: I would like to reenact what the conversation was. Hey, Aaron, when I said I liked Alexandria's voice, did it sound like I was hitting on her? Yes, that was the conversation.
3: That's what I was trying to do. I mean, I can. She sounds hot. You can compliment.
0: <laughs> did you hear that, Peter? I did.
3: I mean, in an orc way, I guess. Cool. Whoa,
0: now. Whoa, now. <laughs> I, I was just going to say that you can compliment people without it sounding sexual or have like well, some um, alternative meaning to it.
4: Aaron no,
3: said you absolutely something-
1: can, but she didn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try to be less flirtatious, I guess.
0: Twigly found
1: a whole bunch of items. So, Peter, where are we? What time of day is it?
0: Uh, it is probably still within the middle of the night.
1: Okay. Twiggly is going to creep up to a uh, sleeping storm and sleeping chan and shake them awake. Uh, uh, what?
4: Huh? Guys, guys, I found something on the boat and I think you need to see it.
3: Okay.
2: Is this another pile of sticks? The last one was really good, but like, I don't know, you woke me up for this.
4: Would you relax? Come on. This is serious.
3: We have to go somewhere to look at it? Yes, we have
2: to go somewhere to look at it.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: My okay. throat immediately hurts so
4: bad.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Twiggly leads them down a corridor, like, I don't know if that's the right word for a boat, but, like, down <laughs> a hallway on the lower level of the ship, and then, like, very Mission Impossible, like, sneaking around, looking each and every way, and then brings them to this door and slowly creaks open the door and when we walk in we see a hacked up bush that has been like lazily like reattached at all its peaks to form like a tall a tall tower of twigs and branches and on various branches there are the berries from twiggly casting goodberry on them Uh, Along the walls are bees, are dead bees that he's gotten from Bee Guy that he asked Pickle (laughs) to cast Thaumaturgy on, so they're glowy bees on string all across the walls. (laughs) What the? (laughs) And underneath the uh, Tower of Twigs are seven individually wrapped packages, and Twiggly raises up his hands and yells,
2: Happy Cave Day! Twiggly, it is a pile of sticks, but it's a beautiful... (laughs) Beautiful pile of sticks. You're, you I know you fantastic. really guessed it. I did.
3: <laughs> um. Happy Cave Day, everybody. Happy
2: Cave Day.
3: I gotta be honest. I, uh, I don't understand. You don't. You didn't have Cave Day where you grew up. I grew up not in a cave. So. Yeah, where
2: did you? Where did you? Where have you been? Not under a rock. Jeez.
3: Me no. I lived on a mountain. Uh-huh. Um. Oh my goodness. You have to know about Cave Day. It's the best day of the year.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I freaking hate caves, but Cave Day is pretty great.
3: <laughs> I mean, I know about Cave Day. Of course. I know, uh, What was I thinking? Okay. Um, could you explain it to Blath, though?
4: Growing up, Cave Day, my dad told me, it was the day we celebrate the day that we all came into the cave, which, huh, I guess if you guys weren't in my cave, maybe you didn't have Cave
0: Day. I was a little bit confused on that one.
4: Okay, Twiggly, how many of you were
3: in the cave? Well, it was me and my dad, but I figured everyone celebrated cave day. You figured everyone celebrated the day that you and your dad went into the cave (laughs) on the same day.
2: (laughs) In his defense, we also celebrated cave day.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, what was your cave day?
2: Well, okay, we're fucking in a cave, not by our choice, and it's just, you know, kind of a, hey, here's one day that sucks less, you know? (coughs) That's about it. Okay. Yeah, it was great.
4: Storm, you don't know what you're missing. Cave day is the best. It would be full of celebration and drinking. My dad, mostly, he would start the day off with a big old pint of something. And then I would say, like, can we do we get to celebrate this day? And he told me, like, what do whatever you want. And so I did. And so this is the traditional decorations.
1: And Twiggly points around
4: the room.
3: Yes, dead bugs. I see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And
4: there are certain games, and I we have gifts for all of you. And the uh, seven packages.
1: There are two labeled Storm, two labeled Choncosa, two labeled Twiggly. And one labeled black.
4: He got some presents! If we could all pretend that mine are from you guys, that'd be neat.
2: Yeah, yeah, That one's from me, that one's from me, the bigger one.
4: Wait, okay. (laughs) Oh, but these three are a set.
1: And he points to uh, the smaller of Storm's presents, the smaller of Twiggly's presents, and one of Chonkosa's presents. See, those are a set.
4: (laughs) Should we open them together? Sure. Uh-huh. All right. Three, two, one. I Tear open my package.
3: Opening noise. Oh, oh. Was that you opening oh a present? <laughs> you know what? Uh. That's
1: kind of perfect because inside the packages are three fairly decent sized rocks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're just rocks? Twiggly,
2: yeah. you shouldn't have.
4: Oh, this is, buddy. It's this. The- it's the traditional cave day present. Every day, every year, I would ask my dad if he got me anything, and he said, "Yeah,
3: sure," and handed me one of these. Your dad? Yeah. Um, he sounds like a just a cool yeah. dude. Oh, he was the best.
2: Very uh-huh. giving. I like it.
3: Uh uh-huh. huh. Hey, look, we can play games with him. Ready?
1: <clears throat> and Twiggly like stands and like gestures for you guys to get in a line with him.
3: Okay, I do that.
0: Chase, do you do that?
2: Oh, I do that.
0: Bleck is still trying to open his box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just right. just pecking at it.
4: <laughs> Alright. Three, two,
1: one. And Twiggly throws the rock in the air and it lands with a thud. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, I'll throw too. mine too. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is great. That's this is really fun. It's a, it's a good game, little buddy. I it's like a good it. Good tradition.
0: There's a knock at the door. Shh, they'll take our rocks.
4: Go away, we're opening presents.
0: Are you guys having cave day in there? <laughs> <laughs> um, who is it? Well, it's 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 the newly
4: it's named
3: Bee Guy. The artist formerly known as Roger or something. Uh, yeah, Bee Guy, we're having cave day. Ah, oh, sweet.
4: Thank you for letting me borrow the bees. Uh,
0: uh, uh, he looks flabbergasted. As he looks at the bees and you see uh, like a single solitary tear like drip from his eyes. He's like, it's it's more beautiful than I imagined (laughs) (laughs) dead bees, but also light.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry, Bee Guy. I didn't get you a present, but um, here. You can play with this.
1: And he uh, hands Bee Guy the rock. Sweet. He throws it up in the air and it lands with a thud and then he raises his hands like,
4: yeah. Ooh, ooh, we can play the second game now.
1: And Twiggly like takes a step back and does like a like a T pose where his arms are <laughs> spread out and he like closes his ar- closes his eyes and like braces himself.
0: B guy goes, "Wait, I know this game." And he stands right in front of you and T poses right in front of you with his eyes closed. He's just like, "I think I'm doing this right." Right?
3: Are no. you no no, no. Twiggly? Just, hmm. <laughs> are you wanting us to throw the rocks at you? That's traditionally what happens on Cave
4: Day at this point in time. <laughs> Your dad
3: would throw
2: rocks at you. Yeah, it makes sense, yes?
0: Your dad really
2: sucks. What I, I agree with Bleh. That is rude, guys. Just come on and play the game, and I stand there T-pose with them. <laughs> <Dude>. You're not <laughs> <just>
3: playing right! <laughs> Throw really, the
2: rocks. Throw i the refuse
3: rocks. to throw rocks at you guys. Storm, this okay. is why you'll never be
2: our leader.
4: Yeah, it, no, no, no. It's fine, guys. This I don't want to fight on Cave Day. This not right. what this day is about. I here, just
3: Storm, here, Twiggly, let, storm, how about we open our still. other? Pre- what?
2: Stand still. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I chuck my rocket, Storm.
0: Roll an attack roll <laughs> using your strength.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Chase, what if
1: this leads to a Storm getting downed?
2: That is a that is a fifteen. Uh, what's
0: your armor class, Storm?
3: Oh, sorry, four, 14.
0: You take three points of bludgeoning damage as this rock just hits you in the f- square in the head.
2: Good game, Storm. You did great. <laughs> Proud of you, Kitty Cat.
3: I'm gonna I hiss at him. <laughs> I, I hiss back,
2: because that's what we do on Cave Day, to, I'm so to proclaim, our, to to proclaim our joy.
3: <laughs> Happy Cave Day! I'm very tempted to punch you in the face, but instead I say, be a cleric, be a cleric, just be a cleric. Hey guys, fighting's not what Cave Day is about, I think. Twiggly, let's open <laughs> your other presents and forget about the rocks. Yeah, okay.
4: We can, we can go back to the, the toss the rock in the air game later. Sure.
0: B-Guy is still tossing the one rock up in the air and letting it land on the ground. He's just like, yeah,
1: I won. So Chase, in your present is the uh, potion of growth that I had found last episode. Nice.
2: It comes in the form of a little blue pill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took me a second to realize where you're you going with that, but I, I've got you.
4: I, I figured you could have some fun with that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. This will be
2: great.
1: Storm, in your package is the uh, robe of very useful thing. What was it called, Peter?
0: Uh, robe of useless, useful items. That's what it's called. Go ahead, and uh, Shelby, and say what e- what the robe actually looks like.
3: Well, I think just generally, like, it kind of looks like a cloak. So it has, like, a hood, and it's light blue to match her eyes. Oh, uh, well, that might be too obvious if she's like running around places. Yeah, no, light blue's is fine because yeah. then she's a snow leopard and it matches her all pretty and it has pockets.
0: It has <laughs> so many pockets. Uh, oh, right.
3: That's where the, the useful items are.
0: Yeah, you, it should be noted that some of these uh, pockets don't match the light blue. Uh,
3: Can they be just different shades of blue at least? Sh-
0: uh Sure.
3: So it's all bluey.
0: It's all blue, but with like different pockets of different shades of blue.
3: Okay.
0: Like turquoise and sky blue. And Those are
3: shades of blue. That,
1: that that was the joke. And that's what this whole podcast is now, is listing shades of colors. So So that it's in the podcast, though, do you want to just say vaguely
0: what the robe does? Uh, It is uh, a robe with a whole bunch of different sized pockets, and they have a whole bunch of items, some of which shouldn't actually exist within the jacket at all.
3: Do you like it? Twiggly, I love it. Yay! I thought you would like the color. Twiggly... I feel bad that we didn't get you anything. You did,
1: and Twiggly starts tearing open his package, and then uh, out come the boots of striding and springing, and Twiggly
4: goes, (gasps) (gasps) "You
3: guys, that's so sweet."
1: These boots look like hiking boots, but at where like the shoelaces tie and the 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 tongue. Yeah, at at where the tongue is, it almost looks like it has a collar like poking backwards, and they're just like tiny wings. And so that this is in the podcast, we figured this out after recording last week. Uh, these boots give Twiggly like a fourteen foot vertical leap if he like runs up enough to it, and it's exciting.
4: You guys, thank you so
3: much.
0: You're welcome. I got you guys something too. Oh
3: shit! <laughs> <was> cool, great. <laughs>
0: He starts rummaging through his pockets of, like, the, the bee pelt that he has, and he just pulls out two big handfuls of just, like, pure, messy honey.
2: Oh!
0: It tastes good.
2: Oh, that T- looks great. And I lean it's- over and start licking the honey off of his hands. <laughs> it tastes...
3: exactly what I wanted.
0: It tastes fine. And he's just like...
4: <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that made me think you were lying.
1: <laughs> no. It tastes fine it's not great not bad
0: well yeah but it's like it is it is it has been in a pocket of a jacket that is made entirely out of bees and he's he's probably the best place for it yeah honestly if we're thinking about it (laughs) well you guys could have this and don't stop that john that tickles you guys can have this this honey and it's like very very quickly melting through his hands
3: uh, thank you, bee guy I think I have a flask. Can I, like, try to collect it into the flask?
0: Absolutely.
3: Cool. And after
0: all the, the honey is emptied from his hands into the uh, vial, he looks at his, like, incredibly sticky hands. and He's like, well, that's my whole evening and maybe even part of tomorrow.
2: Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> and he leaves.
4: <laughs> Chan, I think Black might need some help opening his package.
2: Oh here let me help you little guy. I thought I... got it. No, 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 you. No 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 no.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you I'm sorry buddy. You get this. You're you're a big boy. You got this.
0: Uh you see that he is very very carefully opening the package as if to save the wrapping paper.
2: <laughs> he's he's my thrifty little boy.
3: Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's
2: not going to not going to waste anything.
0: Uh uh-huh. about 10 minutes later it's finally open and inside is a it is a little
1: sweater that says good boy on it, very like weasley christmas style of a sweater. He immediately starts to try to put
0: it on.
2: Put your put your put your little flesh wings up, okay? He puts his flesh wings up. We help him. We help him slide his little little sleeves down over his flesh wings. Yeah.
0: After a moment, he like he's like, "Yay!" and he like tries to fly with them and he's just like I'm sorry, but I can't fly with it.
1: Twiggly takes his dagger and uh offers to cut the sleeves off. He accepts. So <laughs> now it's a sweater vest, I now guess. It's
0: a sweater sweater vest. Vest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is it wait, is it a turtleneck sweater vest?
0: It can be.
3: It's an owl neck.
2: Oh, you're right
0: though. That was that, that. was so good. I hope I'm not Thank creating radio hell right there.
3: Twiggly, this has been great, but I still have some spell slots to get back, so I got to get back to bed. Okay. That's fine. I just, I don't know. It's been a
4: few years since I've been able to celebrate Cave Day, and I was excited. Thank you guys for doing this with me.
3: You know what, Twiggly? I like you. I pat, <gasps> I pat him on the head.
1: A single tear comes out of Twiggly's left Aww. eye. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I'm going back to bed. Wake me up when some plot is happening. I'll wake you up before I go-go.
1: And Twiggly collects the berries so that he doesn't waste that spell. And he, he leaves most of the cleaning up for tomorrow, though, and he, he goes to bed.
2: I pick up Black. I put him on my shoulder, and then we go cuddle into bed dreaming of sugarplum fairies and rocks. Black
0: snuggles with you and goes, I love you, Dad. I love you too, son. Strange. And he snuggles in with you. Disgusting. All right. So.
2: Oh, does does a a nice, meaningful family relationship disgust you? (laughs) Jesus.
0: (laughs) Twiggly, as you sleep and you dream, you once again find yourself in that completely blank white space. And there's that shadowy plane far off in the distance, which you know is fast approaching. A plane? Like, like... Like There's an airplane? Like a spot of of darkness. Oh, that begins... like a
3: landscape. The yeah. plane, the land. Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> Get out of this dream right now.
3: It's not your dream. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Twigly's dreaming of this dark, ominous presence coming, and then suddenly Storm's up, like, what do you mean a plane? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Storm just suddenly sorry. disappears. It's a very strange dream. <laughs> uh, what do you do? Twiggly's going to
1: reach for any weapons he can. Does he have his weapons? He does. He
0: pulls out his saber and braces. As you brace yourself for this uh, shadowy plane to completely envelop you, it gets roughly 50 feet away from you before it just suddenly stops.
1: Twiggly is going to examine it for any sort of consciousness any sort of life in it like if he could look into the eye of this darkness that's what he wants
0: to do uh roll a perception check it's an eight in this darkness you do see some form of sentience within it but you're not sure what exactly it is
4: what do you want from me
0: no response
4: you wanted to just get a closer look
0: look at this and twiggly moons it no response
4: you can't follow me forever.
0: No response.
1: Twiggly throws his saber into the darkness.
0: It sails into the air and lands into the darkness, and you don't see it.
4: Well, throw something back then. Isn't this how this works? You throw something back at me.
0: No response.
4: Throw it. I know you have it. Throw it.
0: No response. Twiggly turns and walks away. Uh, as you begin to
1: walk away,
0: This thing remains roughly 50 feet away from you.
1: Twiggly halts and turns back at it and takes a step forward. It doesn't move. He takes another step forward.
0: It doesn't move.
1: Twiggly walks up to it again with the idea of like
0: looking this thing in its eye. What you look at doesn't seem to be looking toward you. Twiggly touches it with his hand. As your hand goes towards it, The darkness completely parts. You don't see through it, but you can see that the shadows have parted away from your hand as if it is something that you cannot touch.
1: Twiggly walks in the midst of it.
0: It forms around you. You can see that there is like this strange white barrier around Twiggly himself as he walks forward into this darkness. It seems that this darkness cannot touch you.
1: Like how big is Twiggly's personal bubble right now? It's it's probably about two feet around you. Twiggly is going to, I guess, look for his saber again.
0: You start walking, and your toe touches the saber. And that is when you wake up. John. Yes? All
2: right. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, each of you get
0: a dream. That's pretty cool, isn't it? You find yourself in a strange, strange place. It seems to be a shipyard of some sort. Uh, The rancid smell of rotting fish completely pervades the air. And you see skittering about is a bunch of different types of wharf roaches and other strange insectoid like creatures
2: I keep on walking about the wharf and see if I can see any people around you don't find
0: anyone but as you start exploring you do hear a voice in the back of your head is everything okay over there John you recognize this as Bucephalus
2: Bucephalus uh yeah, yeah, we we're in a bit of a scrape, but uh we, we made it out.
0: Well that's good. Yeah, I, I I forgot to make mention of this weird thing. Um the armlet does this weird thing where it shows you very strange visions. I I'm not sure what it is exactly. Cool cool, very cool. As you continue walking about, you see another one of these creatures that you have seen before. When you were in the city underneath, you saw a very strange uh, arthropod of some sort. It seemed to have a hollowed out back and what seemed to be a lower jaw. And as you see this thing scuttling about, you notice that it notices a fish just sitting on the ground.
2: I observe from a distance to see what happens.
0: This creature scuttles up and you see what appears to be scorpion-like pincers emerge from the back of this creature. And it stabs into the fish. And the fish is brought up onto the crustacean's back. And you see this thing feeding from on top of this strange creature. Can you roll me a wisdom saving throw? That would be a three. (laughs) All right. Something inside you is absolutely terrified of this little strange crustacean. It begins scuttling about, and you remember long ago, uh, your parents would scare you with stories of fish that would walk on spiders' legs.
2: Bucephalus, what is that thing? I I don't. I don't rightly know. I... I don't want to be here anymore. I want to wake up.
0: Uh, you're gonna have to ride this out. I... I also have seen stuff like this. Things that are deep-seated fears. Things that are secret. It's strange, isn't it? I... I don't like it. How often... how often does this happen? Uh, not often. I got this nightmare pretty quickly, honestly.
2: How long do they last?
0: How long have you been asleep? I don't fucking know. Might be a while.
1: Why is Bucephalus like a construction worker like telling you how long a project on your house is gonna be right now? (laughs) Thanks for all the details
2: there.
0: You remain there frozen in fear, John, for what seems to be hours. And this creature just goes about its day just resting with this fish on its back Feeding from it and after a moment you wake up <sighs> fuck that was a shit dream <laughs> immediately goes back to sleep
2: exactly immediately goes oh, back man. To sleep. that was that was fucked up <laughs> you know what they say about cave day everybody knows what they say about <laughs> cave day right and then i go back to sleep
0: what did they say about cave day dad
2: i'll tell you later good night
3: does blast sleep
2: no, he 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 stares into oblivion <laughs> all night. He does cuddle stares though. <laughs> he uh he sings at night actually. Um, oh, but it doesn't great. Yeah, It sounds exactly like what like what you think it would sound like. Peter, <laughs> Peter, why don't you show us? <laughs> why
1: don't you show us the uh the cave day carol that Twiggly just taught Blake? <laughs> yeah.
2: Why don't you show Blake? Cave day. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Cave <laughs> day.
1: That's exactly right. That's the song Twiggly sings all day on Cave Day. You have a beautiful voice,
2: Blech.
0: You hear you hear someone from across the wave just be like,
2: "Shut up!" Fuck you, he's my son. Fuck you, I'm his son. Yeah, that's right. Tell him. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. Storm, your dream finds you in what appears to be a very lush greenhouse at night.
3: Ooh, very- that's not creepy.
0: Uh, various different exotic flowers uh, bloom here, and the smell is definitely uh, a mixture. Good? Yes, it's most—it's actually Ooh. very pleasant.
3: I like my dream.
0: And then you wake up. And then you wake up, <laughs> <laughs> fully <Fairly laughs> rested. No, um, as you begin exploring, one of the main things that you notice, uh, even though you normally have dark vision, the area is generally lighted up with a whole bunch of these neon blue and pink butterflies that exude a little bit of light coming off of them. And there are thousands flying up in the air.
3: Can I touch one?
0: As you begin to think that, a couple of them actually fly and sit on you.
3: (gasps) They're so beautiful.
0: As you continue walking, you eventually come to... A small patio clearing area with a small iron table. And sitting there is a woman in cleric's regalia. She has um, very thick glasses. She's actually kind of short, probably probably roughly 5'1". And she is currently sitting just admiring the plants and the moonlight. As you meet her gaze, she gestures for you to take a seat. Uh, I do. She smiles and she says, hi, I take it that you are a storm on the horizon. Am I correct on that?
3: Yeah. Yep.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good. Good. Uh, She extends her hand and she says, Mary Goldenrod, pleasure to meet you.
3: I shake her hand.
0: Uh, She shakes back. Um, It's you are very much in control. This is a very, very kind of frail woman. And she sits uh, kind of with her hands in her lap and she says, uh, can I uh, offer you anything to drink or anything like that? I like tea. As you uh, begin to uh, think of tea, it suddenly appears in front of you on a small little platter.
3: Ah, oh, sweet. I lap it up.
0: Uh, it is the best tea that you've ever had.
3: This is the best tea I've ever had.
0: <laughs> I, I, I hoped. So I, I'm sure you have questions.
3: I mean, not. I. This just seems like a pretty dope dream.
0: Yes, isn't is it? it? I constructed it myself. What? It, it's a spell. It's a spell that I know. It's. Uh, this isn't a dream. Oh, it. Oh, it very much is. So it's just I. I'm in control of it.
3: You're a real person. Yeah, absolutely. Do I have we met before?
0: Uh, I. I no, but I. Your name did come up. How much do you know about the Raven Queen?
3: A little. I know that she. Um, is the goddess of the astral plane?
0: Uh, she is, in general, the goddess of death, and her reign is the plane of existence known as the Shadowfell.
3: Oh, so I know nothing. All right, I've heard her name.
0: Yeah, you have definitely heard her about name. it. That's 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 fine. She does other things other than just lord over death, and she has she has named Fatebound, and I believe you to be one of them.
3: I don't know what that means.
0: In a very kind of roundabout way, every one of us is fate-bound in some strange way. To be fate-bound means to be able to shape the world for good or for bad. Everyone has that little aspect about them. But when the goddess of death specifically names that there are fate-bound, that means that the world is going to change. Because of me? Well, maybe not just you. It, it, it could be that you might be the person who will help the person, the one who will shape the world. It, you could be the one to shape the world yourself. But again, all of us shape the world in very small ways throughout our entire lives. And very few people shape it in a big, big way.
3: But I will. Wait, okay. Okay. So you're saying the Raven Queen happened to mention my name as someone who's fate bound, so you came to visit me in a dream. Well,
0: not just you. But she didn't she didn't mention you, but I just kind of oh. assumed it would be you. Cool. Because well, um she she grits her teeth. Uh, make a quick religion check.
3: Religion. Well you'd think I'd be good at that, but that's a four.
0: She looks at you and she says, well, uh, as you can clearly see, um, I I too am a worshipper of uh, Silene, the goddess of the moon mother.
3: And yes, I can clearly see that. Yes. From the things that Peter described.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah as, she, as soon as she says that, you can definitely see it now. Her cleric <laughs> okay. robes definitely kind of give off like a shimmery uh, gray and uh, she uh, she also has a holy symbol wrapped around her neck.
3: Ah, uh, sweet. Yeah, she's the bomb.
0: Well, the thing is, is that I, I believe you to be fate-bound because you became a worshiper of Silone and be, became imbibed with clerical power, not in the same way that many other people do. For some people, it took schooling of sorts. It took deep meditation or prayer. But you kind of came into it very quickly.
3: How do you know that?
0: Some of us pray. <laughs> was that a dig on Storm? <laughs> yeah, <it> was telling. <laughs> she after she realizes what she said, she's just like, "Oh no, 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 no! That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean." Um, uh huh.
3: Uh-huh. Some yeah, of us get. Okay, after listen. She I'm pretty new to this whole cleric thing, so I don't pray that often. But I find it offensive.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, uh do you want more tea and another cup just like appears right next to Oh
3: uh, hells yeah. Uh
0: is there is there anything <laughs> Is there is there anything else um uh, maybe uh maybe a little bit more of a uh, uh, a warmer kind of place and you see the the entire place shifts and you are now sitting inside of of what seems to be a log cabin with a roaring fire right next to it. Um uh, um is is this Wait, more your speed? We can go anywhere. I mean, we don't actually go anywhere. This is just... Can you
3: just... Mary, can you just do me a favor? Can you put us on top of a mountain? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And she, um... She waves her hand, and all of a sudden, uh... Like, this is... It seems strange, but, like, almost naturally, you suddenly appear on top of a large mountain.
3: Thank you. No no problem. So, um... What what did you need to tell me about all this?
0: I believe maybe your traveling companions are also fate bound, but for some reason I can't contact them.
3: Okay, how, how can I help you contact them? Um,
0: well, well, at some point, no no rush. I I would like for you to visit me. Where are you? Yes, uh, I'm also on the Tuterpaga Islands. Uh, I I am on the the main island of Tuterpaga, which is uh. To Terpiga itself. Take your time. You don't have to rush to me, but at some point I would like to meet with you.
3: We got some things to take care of first. There's like some zombie pirates after us, but I'm sure once we're um pretty sure that we're kind of safe on that front, we can come. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. Well, thank, you, thank you for meeting with me. I know it's... Uh, thank
3: you for barging into my dreams.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I <laughs> I did the knock. I I accidentally did the knock against you concerning praying, and
3: <laughs> it's okay. You're right. I should pray more.
0: It's it, it's okay. It's okay.
3: I'm new. I'm I'm trying.
0: That's okay. Keep trying. Thanks. Do you need a hug?
3: Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure.
0: Uh, she she gives you a very big, nice, warm hug.
3: Oh. Okay, yeah, I needed that.
0: Bye. And then the dream fades and you awaken. And in the hallway, you hear Twiggly
4: skipping down the hall going, Cave day. Cave day. It's the day we made it in the cave. It's everybody's favorite cave day.
0: And it's that on repeat. Oh, (laughs) God. So the next week as you are sailing on the ship is absolute hell. It's
1: no longer cave day. It is no longer cave day, but
0: the very next... But uh, Captain Alexandra is very stern and incredibly demanding on all the people on this boat. She is constantly barking out orders and uh, expecting specific things to be done. But as they are mostly villagers and uh, very simple folk, they're not great. At their job. You do you guys do much better. Uh in fact, can I get a wisdom check from everybody? This'll be uh sailing proficiency. Ooh,
3: nineteen. Twenty-four.
1: Fifteen. Twiggly's not oh. paying attention. He's too bummed that he can't start singing cave day carols until like three weeks before cave day next year.
0: <laughs> uh can you give me a quick performance check, Twiggly? That's
1: that's an unnatural twenty.
0: Okay. So you you still hum cave day? And it suddenly becomes like the rhythm that the others, that the other people <laughs> on the boat, start using to actually like hoist sails and to do their work. Um, that's, Thank you. That makes me very happy. Yeah, it's it's like you. At some points, you have to modify it to in order to give it like proper rhythm. But otherwise, it's
2: <laughs> they've they've turned it into a full sea shanty.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> Oh,
2: yeah.
0: It is it is now sea shanty, so Aaron, we need to figure that out later. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got some writing to do. You guys also notice that Bee guy is also doing the, doing this stuff extremely well. If you didn't know that he had been on an island for a long time trying to extract his revenge on bees, then you would know, think of him as a proper sailor.
3: Hey bee guy, you're pretty good at this. Thanks. Did you used to sail?
0: Not, not that I know of. And he looks off pensively off in the distance.
3: Okay, I'm going to back away slowly. <laughs> I don't need to know his backstory right now.
0: Everything before Mr. Fluffernutter is a blur. <laughs> is a bee-related blur. It happened when I was the young age of 28.
3: Ah, shit, I got him started.
0: <laughs> After about a week of this, uh, your supplies have run out. You see Reginald uh, Von Polly walks out onto the deck, and he proclaims, uh, does anyone know the spell Thalmaturgy? I could definitely use, uh...
3: <gasps> oh! Oh! I do! I know the spell thaumaturgy! Ah, yes, of course! Cleric! Yes! I, I know it! All right,
0: then. And he pulls you aside off to the side of the boat, and he produces that business card. And it says, for all of your needs, call Bang Clang three times. If you could just uh, use that spell of yours to uh, scream this out out into the ocean, that would be much appreciated.
3: Um, scream the words "bang clang" yes. into the ocean three. Yes.
0: And
1: then Michael Keaton appears, <laughs> dressed in a jumpsuit. Wait, and- I'm.
3: You know what? You're the Reginald, so um, sure, I'll. <laughs> what? You're the Reginald. <laughs> Well, yes, I am. You're the
1: captain. You're the colonel. You're the Reginald. You're the Reginald. Who am I to judge and (laughs) to question?
3: (laughs) So I yell Bang Clang three times with my thaumaturgy on.
0: All right. He then uh, says
3: Oh, that was a question, but.
0: Yeah. Oh, you said that in the form of a question. I thought you said, so I do that. That's what you want me to
3: do, right?
0: Yes. Thank you very much. Uh we have roughly about uh 15 to 20 minutes. And
3: bang! clang!
4: <laughs> bang! clang! bang!
2: clang! All right then. Dude, that that was that pin- wonderful. Storm, you have such a good singing voice. That was beautiful. <laughs> Fantastic. We've got roughly uh
0: 20 minutes before he arrives. Can you please round up uh Twiggly, uh Chan and uh Miss Osa? Yeah, one sec. Twiggly!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Twiggly uh, is
0: right behind you. He's like
3: <laughs> God, what? <laughs> Alright, the rest of them should be coming soon.
0: I'll uh, I'll just get Sean myself. <laughs> and he just rushes and grabs Sean <laughs> and says uh, captain Alexandra would like to meet with the three of us, with the uh, with the group of us. If that's she all, wants, if that's all right. She with you.
2: wants to meet me. Oh yes, but she
4: also wants to see us. But she wants to see me. do you think going to happen, John? Anything could
3: happen. Walking to the captain now.
0: So you walk into what would be the captain's quarters, and you see her huddled over a desk with a map, a, and and uh, both different types of compasses. You know, the ones to draw circles, and then the one to. Uh, the one to actually, like, lead you north.
3: It mm-hmm. uh, is... took
1: a
0: long time
1: for you to remember the other type of compass, <laughs> Peter.
3: <laughs> the main you know what? type of compass. Yeah,
0: the main type of compass, and then compass prime. Uh, you see her, and she looks at you, and, he's, and uh, Osa, and then says, We have much to discuss. First, I would like to... Uh, refer- Captain Alexandria. Yes.
3: I yelled bang-clang for you.
0: I know, I heard. <laughs> you see her reach back to, uh, like, um, a painting that is hanging on the wall, and she readjusts it straight. <laughs> from from what I'm understanding, we are currently being hunted. Is this correct or not?
4: You were Did there. Did you think that was new news?
0: I'm trying to set this entire thing up so that it makes sense. Um,
4: Quite, quite hey, honestly. Oh, you're expositing towards us. I get it.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Was that, was that Cy uh, Alexandria or Peter?
0: Uh, yes. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she looks toward Osa and says, I apologize, but we need to not have as many people on this boat. Seriously, many of them are getting in the way. Some of them are getting hurt. A what? good portion of them are children.
2: What are you suggesting?
0: I'm suggesting that we drop them off somewhere.
4: That we eat. I won't let you kill them. (laughs) I won't let you throw them off this boat. We spent like eight episodes trying to rescue
3: them. I won't let you do it. Twiggly, I don't think she's going to kill them. Oh, okay. I think we're going to find somewhere safe to put them.
0: Yes. If Um,
3: we
2: find a habitable island with other people on there, then yes.
3: Ooh, um uh, uh yeah captain 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 mm, question yes is to on the way to anywhere
0: uh she looks at the map and you can clearly see it uh you guys were kind of on like the outside islands of Tuterpaga the ivory isle is more northward but Tuterpaga is eastward you see that uh, uh it's not exactly but we're pretty not close exactly, to it uh you would not be oh the best way I can describe it is that Tuterpaga is the mainland, and then there's like islands spreading off of it. And you guys are more toward the western side of this entire. So map. she
3: just told me like an entire continent to go visit to find her.
0: No, it's not massive, massive, but it's much bigger than the other islands.
3: Is it inhabited? Like, are there? Is there like a t- are there towns there?
0: Uh, you would know that this is definitely where. A lot of business happens and there's probably several different several different towns and cities within this isle
3: captain i vote that we take a quick detour to tur turtipiga yep that one um i thought we were gonna go to the ivory isles to ask hero what's up right but we have too many townsfolk on the boat so we leave them there that's like a nice inhabited place where they'll be safe also, I have some business to conduct there, um, but then we can go talk to Master Hero. Isn't that way out of the way? Isn't that what we was just said by the mysterious voice?
0: Uh, That's me. What seems to be the issue.
3: So, it, I mean, it might be a little out of the way, but if that's where the villagers are going to be safe, and also I have some business to conduct there. I, but I
0: um, understand, <clears throat> but that's more toward the way that we came. If we were to go there, then we would definitely probably run into... James Hackett, I have I have three islands on the way to the Ivory Isle. If you're interested,
3: ah, uh, you have ideas. That's perfect. Let's hear your ideas. I would.
0: <laughs> she she chuckles and she says, "Really, do you think me a fool to not have s- solutions to a problem no, no, that no, I no, present?" No
3: no, no. no, no, Captain. Listen, listen. I think you are the smartest, bravest, most beautiful. <laughs> Orc captain that there's ever been um, I just thought you wanted our input but now I see that you just wanted to tell us what was happening and I will listen quietly from here on out
0: she after you tell after you uh, compliment her in such a way she gets uh, sparkles in her eyes and then just quickly goes back to being a big rude tough pirate and (laughs) she points out three islands the first one right here I don't actually recommend but it's on the way Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just like immediately turns to you and says, this, is a, this island is known as a Kullmark Island. It is uninhabited as far as we know, and it would definitely remove the least amount of time to take this detour, roughly three hours in order to get there. Um, but again, I feel that this is the most inappropriate as we're essentially marooning a group of people on this island to fend for themselves.
2: Yeah, just in case Hackett finds them, I think that's a bad idea.
0: And then we have here, and she points to another isle uh, a little bit farther along the way. This is known as a Shrug Isle Haven. Now, it's a little bit longer of a time loss. It's roughly two days time. But there is a small haven already on the island, and it's obviously fruitful. The issue, and she turns to Osa for this, is that it's small enough that introducing 50 people would be a problem. Definitely, they could expand, but that takes time.
2: How many people do you think we could leave there? Half of them, or or is that still not enough?
0: Half might be a good idea, but then again... is that
2: enough for our purposes of
4: lightening the load of the ship?
0: That's that's definitely a possibility. All right, what's option number three? Option number three, and she points to an island a little bit uh, kind of way out of the way. This is known as Lamadown Island. Definitely the biggest time loss at one week, but there is a bustling city and thriving economy. They definitely would be able to survive there.
4: Well, shabam, that's
0: it. The issue is, is that it's a week off, and so we turn our three-week travel to the Ivory Isle into a month-long journey.
4: But we've got enough supplies, and I seem to recall we hearing that we've already been sailing a week, so. That's fair. Again, we spent so much time saving those people, I want to make sure they're not, you know, doomed by wherever we just place them.
0: That's exceedingly fair.
2: And hey, maybe since we're pairing down to a smaller crew, we can find a faster ship when we're at the city.
0: That was literally my second thing that I wanted to bring up.
3: You two seem to think a lot alike.
0: If we could find a smaller, faster ship, we might be able to make way toward... The Ivory Isle much quicker, there are two issues though, coming up with the money for it, we would probably have to trade this ship in, and that would involve having to convince what is his name bee guy
2: yes
3: he's he's going by bee Guy or the bee slayer now, yeah,
0: yes. um, we would definitely have to speak with him about trading in his
2: home. For a new upgraded Sleeker home. I think he'll be down. We can talk him into it.
3: He's also someone that I think we should keep with us because he seems to be a really good sailor. So I agree. Seems like we think a lot alike. Seems like
0: you and I think very little alike. Indeed. Um, his, his stupidity is also kind of charming and kind of delightful at times.
3: Quickly um, or B-guy? B-guy. Hey! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just gave you presents! You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Which brings me to my next issue. Even with a smaller ship, we are going to need some men on hand. I think that we would probably have to hire two general crew members, a cook, and then someone who could take care of stock as well as weaponry. Generally, we, we need a... Uh, we will need what is known as a ship wizard to deflect attacks, and I've already spoken with Pickle on that regard. Uh! <laughs> is Is there a problem with him?
2: Oh, just that
4: Pickle fucking sucks. It's fine. We'll need him for the Ivory Isles to talk to Master Hero, so it's fine. Yeah, if it's... he's gotta be along anyways.
0: I, I'll tell you what. We'll see about getting a different wizard as soon as we get to the Ivory Isle. Is that fair? Uh, yes. Fantastic.
4: I would vote Option three, going a week out of the way to make sure they're all set up safe and secure. But I don't want to be a dictator in this leadership.
3: I I Are there no other townspeople that we think would ma- would want to stay on the boat and make good crew members? Because if we can get it where it's like 25 people want to go and we can drop them off at the earlier island... Positive
4: Albert is great moral support.
3: Yeah, I think po- Positive Albert definitely would make a good member of the team. He...
1: This, this is the part of the podcast where we decide which of Peter's NPCs we like and which ones we don't.
2: <laughs> I vote for going to the third island. If we can find a faster boat, we can make up for that uh, lost week and possibly even gain more time.
4: I agree. And I don't know that this is particularly time-sensitive. Especially since our DM can say in a sentence that it's three weeks later.
3: All right, third island it is.
0: You see Reginald, like, look at the screen and go, I don't even know what they're saying. And then look, turn away from the screen. Osa, you, are you okay? Are you fine with this? And she looks and she says, I think that would probably be for the best. And she says, thank you, you're excused. And Osa leaves. And this brings me to the, my final thing. I would like to get paid.
3: Same here. From us.
0: Absolutely. My services. Is... From
3: us. Oh, indeed.
0: I mean,
2: I don't have any gold, but maybe we can uh, work something out. And.
4: <laughs> what exactly were you? Is were your, you picturing uh... Alexandria? Well. Um... Was it? Was it John? Were you picturing Sean? Uh, preferably naked. <laughs>
0: You see her wretch just like super quick, and then just like immediately recompose herself. Does then... your, uh,
2: is your bed a little cold at night? Because I can't help, I'm cold-blooded.
0: <laughs> but he does have a clue. Please, can 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 I actually say what I had in mind? This is yeah. What I had in
2: mind I mean, we was we kind of saved your life, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
4: but let's hear what she's got to say. And then tell her why she's full of it. Okay. Go on,
2: Alexandria. She reaches
0: into her jacket and she pulls out another scroll and she lays it out and she points to this map, which has a very clear path and a large X on it, and says, "You want to go on a little adventure after we deal with our curiosity on a, the Ivory Isle?
3: I'm done. A treasure hunt
0: in a." Childish way of putting it, yes.
3: What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! That was so mean! Yeah. Um...
2: That was very rude, but yes, we do want to go on a treasure hunt. You see
0: Reginald is, like, giggling in the background at this. <laughs> I'm becoming
3: less
2: attracted to you. That was kind of douchey.
3: Sounds like a treasure hunt to me. Yeah, Storm,
2: she's not... being addicted to you there.
0: And you see her crumple, and then Reginald looks at her and says... It totally is a treasure hunt. I've been trying to inform her of this for. <laughs> <laughs> treasure
3: hunt. Treasure,
2: treasure hunt. Treasure. Okay, I'm so.
3: Hunt. Uh, oh, we're done. We're done chanting. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Second I'm late. so down for a treasure hunt after we take care of the zombie pirates and stuff.
0: The deal is after we deal with your curiosity at the Ivory Isle. Capiche? Capiche. Um.
3: The. Why you say that makes me a little concerned. Dealing with our curiosity versus fixing the problem.
2: Well, it appears that you seem to be so childish. I'm sorry. Don't don't put words into her mouth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she called me childish.
4: Mommy's all right. Daddy's <laughs> all right. They just seem a little.
0: She sighs and then says, I apologize for calling the tre- a treasure hunt childish. I had thought I had a better name for it and did What's not. What's your name for it? Reclaiming buried monetary valued things.
3: Yeah, that, that sucks. You help us accomplish our goal. We'll help you accomplish yours. Deal? And I stick out my paw. I like to shake hands.
0: Deal. And she shakes your hand. All of a sudden you hear a loud whistle outside and you hear... <laughs> Oh no! Hell no! No, sorry, that one. Yes. As, Hold on. Do we all need to take turns trying this? Yeah. You hear a whistle outside, <laughs> and it goes doo doo doo. There. That oh. was that was excellent. That it sounds exactly like that. And as you walk outside, you see a about four foot five bird person just standing there. Uh, he's got black crow feathers, and he looks like kind of like a humanoid crow. A kenku. Specifically, it looks. Wait,
3: where did he? He's not with. Wait, who? Wait a minute. Where did he come from? He just flew over here. You yelled for him. Oh! And
0: uh, he opens his mouth, and you hear the sound of a bell. You know, bang clang.
3: Is your is your name bang clang? Bang clang,
0: and it's in your voice.
3: Okay, but is that your name? Yup. What the. Goofy? Goofy from the Mickey Mouse Club? Goofy from the Mickey Mouse Club? Okay, well. Okay,
1: well. Uh, I see why Peter picks a Kenku. They're
0: fun. Who's being childish now, Peter?
3: Ah, <laughs> got him.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, but he points off to the side, and you see a large wooden, for bat- lack of a better term, submarine uh, that is moving in tandem with the boat.
3: Is that where you came from, or are you wanting us to get on that? Because I can tell you right now, I'm not going underwater. Wow, this is so
0: cool! And Twiggly hops on the submarine. Twiggly! (laughs) Reginald also uh, hops off into it, and he says, "Uh, We'll just be a moment. We're just picking up some supplies. No problem. I
2: hop down to help
0: them as well. Is Storm not joining?
3: If you want Storm to go with you, you're going to have to convince her, because she she can't swim, she doesn't really like water. Hey, 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 Storm, Storm. come here I got you. I don't Storm. I really don't it's like Storm. the way you're talking to me right now Twiggly. Storm, nothing's gonna happen.
4: <laughs> it's just a little
3: boat. Why do it's I need to little... go? Shh, shh, shh,
0: shh. Clang says shh,
4: nothing's shh, shh. gonna happen <laughs> <laughs>
1: Peter, can I roll a uh, uh, persuasion check against Shelby?
0: Yes, and this will. And uh, go ahead and roll um, insight against Twiggly.
3: <laughs> I got a natural twenty.
0: Well, I got a six. Uh, it does not work.
3: You know how I feel about water, and that's gonna go under the water. I don't like. How is that a good idea? Chonkosa can breathe under there, kinda. Of. Uh, Chon, she's being difficult. Will you try?
2: Here's the thing. Uh, Storm is uh, great and all, but I have no doubt that she would try and rip my head off. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I think if she wants to stay up here, I think she can <laughs> stay up here, you know?
3: <laughs> Why?
0: Uh, Bang Clang points at you, Storm, and says, stay up here.
3: Be nice to my friends, you, please. You
2: gonna be okay up here, Storm? Hey, yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> Did, wait, Banklang said, oh, Bank said that. Banklang said that. Twiggly, come here. Hmm. I have something to give you that I need you to take care of while you're gone. What? I just um, it's gonna help you, I'm sure. Come here. Okay. Twiggly,
1: I, Twiggly, come, sir.
3: I handed my sunglasses. take take good care of them while you're gone, okay? And you think of me when you wear them.
0: Okay. And Twiggly hops in the submarine. You guys go into the submarine and. It is like a TARDIS. This place is huge on the inside. There are a whole bunch of different food-based supplies uh, that Reginald immediately goes to and pays for in order to feed everyone on the ship. Oh, you see, I
3: thought you guys—I I thought you guys were leaving to go to somewhere and get supplies, but the supplies are on the submarine.
1: Yeah. But you don't know that, Storm. Neither does Twiggly because he can't see with the sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah, I was about to
0: say <laughs> you help him with the, uh, with the supplies, and then Reginald looks to you, uh, Twiggly and Sean, and says, I need help picking something out. I totally forgot about Cave Day. <gasps> <gasps> no! Yes, and I forgot oh. to get the captain a present!
4: Reggie, oh, that was no. weeks ago. You dumb, dumb dummy. I know, but... Okay, I... okay, what did the captain get you? She got me a rock. Perfect,
2: then get her a better
0: rock. Novel
2: idea. He dumps
0: out a huge amount of gold that he has stashed, stashed away, and he says, give me the best rock that you have, and Bangclang immediately takes the gold and then puts a very, very nice-looking peridot. In front of him, he says, That'll work! And he takes the gemstone. That's a
2: good rock.
0: The, you guys are able to get all of the supplies off of this boat. And one week later, you guys end up seeing, cresting over the horizon, Lamadan Island.
2: Will our adventurers make it to the island safely? Will Storm on the Horizon meet the strange cleric from her dreams? Will we find out what this strange presence is that's been following Twiggly? What the hell was up with that weird fish spider thing from Chancosa's dreams? I don't know. Find out this and more on the next fucking Fantasy.
0: Cave Day do 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 do, do. cave day <laughs> do, do, do 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 do
3: It's the day we got in this cave.
4: It's everybody's favorite cave day.
3: And that's the end of the episode. I- Goodbye everybody. We love you so much. Follow us on Twitter.